Welcome to the Room at the Top podcast hosted by Lisa Hawkyard, the confidence coach for forward thinking, introverted women, talking all things positive with a little bit of spiritual woo. And now over to Lisa. Hi everybody, it's Lisa and we are back at the Room at the Top. We are episode So welcome, welcome. We're all about uplift and keeping positive, not perfect, and bringing you plenty of conversation around being true to yourself and building on what's already within. Now, all my guests have had a positive impact on my life and we've supported each other on our journeys. And as always, we'll be basing the episodes around our thoughts on creating the person we want to be. And today we've got the amazing Sarah Oates, who is joining us from her perspective. Sarah, welcome. Hi Lisa, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. A little bit nervous, but excited all at the same time. Good. Nerves are good because it just means we're stretching and growing. So it's yes. Okay. So I've known you probably two years, maybe. About two. I think it's coming up to three now. Yeah, maybe I met you two years ago. Been working with Lou for three years this year. Yeah. So if you can just explain a little bit about what you do, and um, and then we'll talk about how we met. Yes, so I'm a makeup artist. I work with music artists and I work in the fashion industry um, and advertising, fashion. Um, I've done this for about seven or eight years now. Um, And yes, I just, I like to think of myself as like a positive person, trying to see the best in situations when I'm daily faced with problems at work or in personal life I always try and see the opposite side of the fence of that that's kind of always like be my MO. Yeah I love that now if we if we look at we've just been talking just before we came and started recording we were talking about how we actually are both introverts and we yeah. see introverts, but we know how to move ourselves forward so it doesn't block us does that make sense yeah that's what I was saying. I was like, that's why we get on. You know, that's yeah. why we actually get on. So what's your perception of being introverted? So when, you know, because I think a lot of people see it as a, a bit of a downgrade sometimes, but being quiet and actually I think it's a massive attribute, wouldn't you say? Well, I think that I always get told people always tell me how I'm like abundant in confidence. People always say like, you are so confident. You just don't care. You'll just do this and this and this. But really like inside, like I care the most. Like I'm like, oh no, and find myself feeling awkward or not really knowing what to say. I really enjoy my own company. I can be really shy at times. Um, but I actually don't think it is a negative quality whatsoever. I think having the just a, a minute to just take a step back, not always say the first thing that comes to your mind and then later regretting it can be the most rewarding in a situation. Yeah. I find part of my introvertedness, if that's a word that you can say, um, definitely comes, that helps me so much with that. Um, and I don't think that like being an introvert is a downgrade of anything. I think it's just, and I almost really feel like sometimes saying you're an introvert or an outrovert is like, or an extrovert, I can't remember which way that is, but it's, it's kind of like almost nondescript now, or it's like bad to put a label on it because you shouldn't, there isn't like grades or a scale of how introverted and by putting that grade or that scale on, it's yeah. like telling, telling yourself how to behave or how to be, which is 
isn't then making you live authentically you yeah but but it's true and I think I think as well you know for for me like yourself you know I'm I've known I used to think that being called an introvert was was something to be ashamed of that was too quiet or and I didn't have an opinion or or any of these things and actually I have a lot of opinions but I just don't choose to broadcast them you know because in, in my experience you know when you start doing that then you obviously come up from somebody with a different perspective and then it can get a little bit heated and that's where I, I personally back off that yeah um and I saw something the other day and it's I, I can't remember the exact words but it was along the lines of about um I'm I am I'm, I'm an introverted person but I'm very extrovert in the people that actually respect my peace and respect my my sensitivity because I could be I can be as loud as the next person when I feel comfortable yes and I think it's really important to know to have that like safe space where you do feel comfortable to express yourself in whatever way and to, to have an opinion and to be clear with that opinion. Um, and I think also there are times where you're introverted and so you're in a setting where you don't necessarily, you wouldn't, you wouldn't always speak up about something that you felt, but then something could happen in that moment where you then feel, no, this is the right thing for me to say. Yeah or you don't even have to say something it's just the action of leaving the room that could make yeah i might think that you're introverted really you're making the most powerful statement by doing that action yeah absolutely and it's that it's that that line isn't it silence is golden you know yeah Um, and i think i find i i speak exactly what you just said actually i speak up when i really feel that i'm i i know what i'm talking about um, I certainly don't make comment on things that I'm unsure about because then I don't feel I'm being true to myself. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people, you know, cause I, I do work with a lot of introverted women and it's about saying that you're fine as you are, you're allowed to be this person and your thoughts are what matters to you. You know, your thoughts are what matters and are they working for you or are they working against you? You know, so have you ever been called quiet? Have you ever been called shy? Have you, you know, over the years? I think that, yeah, when, especially in like me, Sarah at work is certainly over the years has changed. Sarah at home with friends and family, maybe not, but then Sarah at work is definitely, I used to be so shy, so quiet. I wouldn't speak unless spoken to. I was always kind of given the impression that like makeup artists were like not to be, we, we, we were seen there to be seen, not heard, do the job, don't speak, don't really have an opinion, don't show your client that you've got an opinion, just do as you're told. And so then when it came to me actually actively working more and more on different projects, with different music artists or on different fashion jobs or campaigns or shoots and I would be asked for my opinion and I'd go quiet and I'd be like almost as if I didn't have one because I'd taught myself to not have to not have one really then I'd go home and I'd be like (laughs) my thoughts would just rattle out loud um and then so it was quite strange actually when somebody said to me the first few times that people said to me at work you're so quiet and then if they ever saw me, if I'd ever bump into someone on like in my own personal space, they would just see a completely different side of me. And I think that was when I, it was a realization for me that I thought mm, I, it's okay to be like a reserved version of myself at work and have a barrier up. Yeah. But I can blend the two together. There's absolutely no harm in that. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And I think, you know, when we, when we step into who we want to be, 
even if we are quite natured, because I, I think uh, there's so many labels flying around, aren't there? So, oh, so many. So, you know, if we're, I would say quite natured because that doesn't mean you're quiet, it just means your nature in that moment is, is quiet. Does that make sense? So there's, a, there's a, a twist on words, a tweak on words that can make somebody who potentially is a quieter nature feel more comfortable. You know, I used to get called shy or somebody would say something, oh, she's really shy. Oh, leave her alone. She's really shy. And that, and that, that was like, oh, God, does that mean there's something wrong with me? You know, all of those. All of those. And, it, and it isn't actually, I think it's quite a lovely quality, really. It's Yeah, I do. Really endearing. But even that could, someone might find that actually offensive to think that it's just, I think it's all about language and how you choose to describe someone. And mm. it can be quite, it can be tricky times yeah yeah and I think as well it's about um you know for for us if somebody says a word that maybe makes us feel I would say ouch it hurts a little bit that is about understanding that's their perspective and it doesn't mean to say they're right it doesn't mean to say they're wrong it just means it doesn't sit with us yes you know use the word resonate it doesn't resonate with us it doesn't make us feel great you know and I'm, I'm big on where starting with that seed of thought and the, the thought that you first think in the, in that moment. And we've got that choice to either accept it or reject it. You know, we, we can choose to think that, Oh, that hurts or actually that's their perspective and it dilutes it straight away, you know? And I think when we, when we want to step forward as the quiet natured individuals that we are, it's okay to step forward, but at the pace that works for us. Yeah my pace will be different to yours and, and vice versa. And there's no right or wrong. It's absolutely okay. Would you agree? Yeah, totally. It's all, to, it's all down to the individual. And like me, my introvertedness and your introvertedness would be so different because even though it's like quite a, almost like a secret, I, I, I don't know if that's the right choice of words really, but people are shocked to hear that I am shy or quite, or can feel quite quiet or introverted. Um, because the, probably people would choose to call me loud and that would probably be my ouch feeling because I think I'm not loud. I'm actually so gentle-natured. Yeah. Um, Perception again, isn't it? You know, because when you say, I exactly totally get what you're saying because when you just said about somebody's called you loud, I would be like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not that. I, I would totally recoil if that was said to me as well. But it's, it's how, again, how people perceive it, isn't it? And yeah. Maybe, like you say, sometimes we do have to put up those barriers. You know, I can walk in a room and um, I had this conversation with some of my one-to-one ladies and like, I can walk in a room, but I make myself speak because if I don't speak, I would rather be spoken with rather than pinpointed for not talking. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can understand that. I've, I've had that before it's like oh you, you don't want nothing to say <laughs> no not at this moment I'm just listening I, I like I'm a people watcher I love I love watching and then I'll step in if I've got something valid to say I think it's a really <clears throat> valuable quality that a lot of people don't have actually yeah. nowadays is to listen to other people we're also I think society now we all want to be heard everybody wants to be heard hear me and hear what I've got to say well I'm ready to hear like and then all of a sudden it's like why can't you say anything then it's not that you've not got anything to say but you're just enjoying the moment of and you're just taking in what somebody's yeah. saying yeah. it's just it's just absorbing it's, it's listening and you know and again I think you know when I talk about 
you know, controverted, um, controverted, extroverted women, um, the introverted women, um, it's, you know, the difference is, is perspective on how you perceive it, but you can be a forward thinking introvert because that means you want to move yourself forward but a lot of people think to move yourself forward you have to be all singing or dancing the noisiest person in the room the one that's got the most xyz's and it doesn't matter you know if you want to move forward it's okay yeah and i think there's so many successful people in this world who who aren't all singing and all dancing yeah it's just we are all made up of different mechanics that's how we all operate that and that's what's probably the best thing about us and building teams actually is that you get people with different qualities yes. coming yeah. together yeah. and I think as well you know it's about you know my journey over the last year or so has changed dramatically massively and it's like I spend time on what I know are my strengths and I outsource or I ask for help with the things that I don't particularly enjoy or feel uncomfortable doing and then gradually I'll learn, you know, like this, you know, again, I'm, I'm always open. Everyone who works with me knows how open I am, you know, just putting this podcast together. It was like, I've been talking about it and I was like, do you know what, just do it. And it's all in, uh, all in little, little compartments ready to piece together. Um, I'll learn how to do it, but I'm going to need some help to do it. But I'm now of a way of like, the, uh, my message is bigger than my fear. I've got so much to give. I've got a big heart. I want to share this information with people, but I don't know how to put it all together. So I'm just going to start and then I'm going to... Yeah. Do you know, it's funny actually, Lisa, because with you just saying that, it really resonates with me because, oh, and when I spoke in the beginning of when I was introducing myself, I said about how I find situations daily at work where I've had to like learn to overcome. And I think... But one thing I've really learned over in the in my job is to see the other point of view of people and understand that they if you don't know something, it's actually not your fault that you don't know that answer. If you've never been told, then how are you meant to know? Exactly. Exactly. Like one one of my favourite sayings is if you don't know, you don't know. You know, and a lot of you know, a lot of people <laughs> people and I'm, I'm I'm one of them you know I used to think and if I'm really really honest there are times where I think oh I don't know that I should know that by now but if I've never been exactly what you said if I've never been taught it shown it heard it how how, will I how are you meant to know that and I think I used to say actually when I used to assist makeup artists back in the day like I'd, I'd almost sometimes people would get frustrated with me because I hadn't set up their makeup station the right way but it was my first day working with them and I and I didn't know and I would I would almost dread going to work because I'd be like it's going to be awful I've never worked with this person before I don't know how to set the makeup station up they get really particular about it I'm a makeup artist and I know that I'm quite particular about how I like mine set up to be yeah. but if no one's ever told you something how on earth would you ever know that exactly. and I think that's where um you know being confident in your space as who you are like so you know, I, I use the phrase confident introvert that being confident in actually saying do you know something sorry could you tell me how that is or would you mind showing me or but a lot of introverted people choose not to ask and stay quiet because they're worried of what the, the response would be and my my drive is to help women who find it hard to ask 
to, to carry on asking, but know that the response they get is actually nothing to do with them. It says more about the other person. It absolutely does. And I learned that. Uh, that is something that I have learned. If I don't know something, then I will absolutely ask. If you said something to me now, Lisa, that, and I didn't understand a word that you'd said or a phrase, I would have no qualms of saying, I'm sorry, I don't know what that means. Because what you, how you reply to me or how someone else speaks to me has nothing to do with me. But mm -hmm. you have to somehow get the confidence to ask that question because it will just it'll spiral and it will almost become this like whole other situation than what it really is how, how did you find the courage to start asking the questions if you were unaware of stuff what what was the term for you oh i think we might just have lost our signal a little bit come back come back so Sarah, we'll come back in one second. This is sometimes what actually happens. Now, I'm gonna use this as a teaching point. Sometimes signals fall out, sometimes they drop. Now I could easily choose to edit this out, but this is one of those times where somebody, or maybe myself millions of years ago, would have just thought, oh, it's all gone wrong, this has happened, that's not working, it's all falling apart. But you know what, this is what happens in life. There she is, she's back. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know what happened then. Right, it's all good. I was using it as a teaching point. Oh, um, where did you hear me up to? I was rambling through just. It's about finding finding your weight. Can I just just as a side point, just where we lost that signal there? This is something I'm not doing with this uh, podcast is editing. So those times where I a long time ago I'd have thought, oh, it's all gone wrong. I can't do it. It's all a disaster. And and I've just been saying to the audience is actually, you know, this this is life. This happens. It doesn't have any reflection on me or you. No, it's not at all. Dropped out. You know. So yeah, just a, just another little teaching point for our audience there. So yes. So just to say about how did you find that that uh, get through that barrier of asking? Yeah. So I think it got to a point where I was just not really enjoying going to work or I was dreading it like Sunday night school and it, in my head I thought to myself I thought I don't actually know what I'm doing but no one really knows what they're doing we're all just winging it so if I don't actually just say to these people can you actually just show me because yeah. yours is very different from everyone else that I've assisted before and I think it was just one day that I just was like I woke up and I, I'd, I'd be in the gym in the morning and I was really like today it's going to be positive I was giving myself all the affirmations I was like it's just going to be fine it's going to be great if I don't know something I need to be taught so I'm just going to ask and so I did and I was like really nervous but the response actually was great it wasn't what I feared it would be yeah that's so true because we can make up stories of how we oh. I've made up situations where I've been sent home. In my head, I was like, I'm going to get sent home. My name's going to be blacklisted throughout the industry. And it wasn't. It was like, okay, no worries. I like foundation bags to go here. I like things to go there. Obviously, it was quite a quick lesson. But I thought, well, I've been told now, so I don't need to. Perfect. And I want to just pick up on something you said there about affirmations. I am all about positive affirmations. And I think the more the more that we speak to ourselves in a certain way, and we say I am because what follows I am is what we actually are, 
you know, that makes a massive difference. And, you know, the work that I base, well, the way I base my work is thoughts, feelings, and actions. So you've had the thought, you had the feeling of feeling uncertain and, and worried. Then you chose to take action by asking and having your own affirmation. So you're asking externally and you are to yourself internally talking kindly to yourself. Okay. Yes. And it's a system. And then the results were, ta-da! <laughs> And then you feel on top of the world. It's yeah. actually quite crazy because it's because then you realise how little, how almost it's just, it isn't little to you because it's a, it's obviously an obstacle in your mind that's either making you unhappy or it's having some kind of a, an effect on you. So it's definitely not to be downplayed. But I think what what is bigger is your mind taking over it and thinking of all the other endless possibilities that actually you can't control. Mm. Absolutely. So then I realised I was like, that is the smallest thing that I've worried about for such a long time. For all this time, I'm like, I hate this. This is just not a career for me. When it is a career for me, I absolutely love my job. Good at it, Mrs. Oh, thank you, Lisa. But it also has taught me as well how I want to speak to others because I don't want to speak to someone else the way that I yeah. felt like I was being spoken to. And part of it was probably in my head a little bit quite possibly and I'm not embarrassed to admit that you know that I probably was I'm quite a sensitive person anyway that's just how I am it's how I my natural instinct is to be almost a bit upset by a negative comment or something that's not the most uplifting yeah. but what I've taught myself is that it actually doesn't mean that I'm a bad person or that that person's a bad person we just operate in different ways that's it that's exactly it's like it's like different you know for example for you I always use the analogy of, of cars you know like you're on a motorway you're going from London to Scotland you know it you're all in different cars you're all in different lanes you're all on different journeys you've got different things going on inside your car it's the same with your head your mindset and your confidence and it doesn't mean anyone is better or less than you in that moment you know absolutely. absolutely yeah because it doesn't mean it it's like what something that I've I've seen really with a lot of me with a lot of my artists that I've ever worked with is that they've all got amazing voices they've got amazing stage presence like the dancing's amazing but they all have their own traits of themselves that they that they don't feel the most confident with but to that other artist they would think well I'd love to have that of this music artist or I'd love to have that of this and that's how we all are and it's something that I've learned to, to take on board to myself is that how I look at someone else and think I'd love to be like that they are probably looking at me and thinking they'd love to have one of my attributes or qualities that I don't love about myself it's, you know it's all a big mixing pot isn't it we we can all support each other we can all enhance each other we can be understanding of each other and it's just all coming from from a kind heart you know I'm very heart-centered it's all coming from kindness um, and I think that's that's where it all starts so you know the We've got the thoughts, we've got the feelings, we've got the actions and the results of just step into who you want to be and be who you are. And it doesn't make you bigger or better than anybody else. You are you and that's what matters. Yeah, I think there's different, like, do you know, the, the, this is, sounds crazy, but so I remember years ago, do you remember when Trisha Goddard used to have her show on Channel 5, her talk show? I remember watching an episode of it once when I was at my grandma's house and she said to someone, she's like, you've got to fake it till you make it. You've got to tell yourself that you love yourself until you do. Yeah. And it stuck with me really. You've got to just 
nobody else is going to walk up to you and deliver you a, a contact-free delivery of confidence in a jar. Mm. It's got to come from within. And I think the only way that you can do it is to start practicing affirmations and telling yourself that these things that you want to be, you actually already are that. And it's, and it's getting that subconscious mind tapped into it because that subconscious mind holds so many, um, so many stories that and the subconscious mind doesn't have any reality. It just will accept whatever you tell it. So if you tell yourself you're rubbish for 30 days, you're going to believe it. If you tell yourself you're amazing, however uncomfortable it may seem, you can turn it around. And that's, that's where I come in. That's what I really um, encourage my clients to really focus on, on the good stuff. I call it the good stuff. I simplify it, break it down into simplest forms. So now that's brilliant. So I think we're on the same wavelength. This is fun. It's great. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. I've loved it. Fab. Really, really has. And uh, what I'll do, I'll put all your details in the show notes. So if people want to find you, they can find you. And um, yes, yeah, so if you'd like to know more details, um, like I say, Sarah's details will be in the, in the show notes. I'm Lisa Hawkyard. I am the Confidence Coach for Women, and I'm here to positively transform your mindset and life by inspiring you, nurturing you, and empowering you to be the person that you want to be. So I'll see you next time. And remember, stay positive, not perfect. All right, take care. See you next time. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Bye. Audio Jungle.